Perek Gimel of Sefer Ezra for the OU Nach Yomi program, delivered by Ellie Fisher. Perek Gimel of Sefer Ezra discusses the actual the, the actual building of the Mizbeach, of the second base of Mikdash, and the laying of the foundations of the temple. Um, although we'll not discuss the actual rebuilding. The, the, Mikdash, the second base of Mikdash was rebuilt in stages. Uh, the first thing that began to function again was the Mizbeach. Pasuk Aleph. The seventh month came in Tishrei, and Bnei Yisrael were still in the city. So they were still scattered. As I pointed out last time, and this is the third time in the span of two psukim that it talks about how the Bnei Yisrael, right, the, that, that returned to Eretz Yehuda, uh, went back to their original cities, but uh, didn't really make an effort to resettle Yerushalayim and rebuild Yerushalayim in any kind of significant way. They went back to their old towns. But when it came time for Yantif, everybody came together in Yerushalayim. Welcome Yeshua ben Yotzadak, and Yeshua ben Yotzadak, who was the Kohen Gadol. Uh, the name Yotzadak, um, names with names that had the root tzedek in them, um, tzadi dalid kuf, were common uh, amongst the bnei tzadok. Right? The, these are the uh, the descendants of uh, Tzadoka Kohen, who was the uh, who was the Kohen Gadol. Uh, during the time of Shlomo HaMelech, um, and you know that line, that family produced many other, uh, you know, many other Kohanim Gedolim. In fact, it was those Kohanim, Kohanim from that group, that um, that that uh, eventually created the group that began call, calling themselves the Tzedukim, the the, the Sadducees. Um, throughout the Sadducee documents that have been discovered, uh, primarily in Midbar Yehuda, they all they address the Bnei Tzadok, um, the very prestigious family of Kohanim. Yeshua ben Yotzadok ve'echav Kohanim and his brothers, the the Kohanim, Uzrubavel ben Shaltiel ve'echav and Zrubavel ben Shaltiel. That's uh, Zrubavel um, was the uh, was the was the governor. Of the Jewish people, and he was also a descendant of uh, of, of David Hamelach. He was part of that line, Ve'achav, um, and his and his uh, and, and the other leaders. Israel, and they built the altar, the mizbeach of Hashem. You know, to Hashem, halosalov olos kakasuv b'toras Moshe Elohim, to 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 bring burnt offerings as as is uh, written in the Torah of Moshe, the man of God. Um, this is uh, this is the first reference that we have in Sefer Ezra to the you know to Torah's Moshe to the Torah itself. Uh, it will feature more prominently later on, um, but uh, it's clear that even before Ezra comes up, they they do have they do have uh, access to the Torah, at least in some form. They rebuilt the mizbeach on its foundations because they were afraid of the of the of the nations of the surrounding uh, of the surrounding people. Um, that's going to feature prominently later on as well. And they brought burnt offerings to Hashem. Olos la uh, Burnt offerings each morning and evening. They celebrated the holiday of Sukkos. As it was, uh, as as written, meaning as it says in the Torah, uh, 
um, and they and they brought the burnt offerings every day uh, of the day every day, right? According to the number of the you know that that was um, you know each the law of each day on its day. Afterwards, olas tamid. Um, the you know the the olas tamid right the 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 daily offering the daily burnt offering ulechadashim and for rosh chodesh ulchol moadei hashem and for all uh, all of God's holidays hamkudashim that are sanctified ulechol misnadev nedaval hashem so it's saying that it started they started that sukkot that that sukkot to bring these uh, to bring these carbonot and afterwards it continued every day um, you know whatever carbonot were scheduled for that day they brought them right and they also brought nidavot right voluntary offerings things that people donated from the first day of the seventh month of Tishrei, they began bringing burnt offerings to Hashem, yet the temple, right, the Hechal, was still not founded. Right? Um, there, one of the things, one of the, one of the elements that comes up, um, it, it, it came up first in Pasuk Gimel, um, was that they rebuilt the Mizbeach Al-Machonosav. Right on its pre-existing foundations, right. So they they did it as a shortcut because they were afraid of what was going on around them. Now um, they also the other the other aspect of that is that they were they were doing what had already been done. Meaning they didn't the second base of Mikdash was seen by these people as a continuation of the first base of Mikdash. You know we usually think of you know first base of Mikdash as being a distinct era, second base of Mikdash being a distinct era. These people that had come back had no reason to think of the first base of Mikdash and the second base of Mikdash as two separate entities. They weren't building the second base of Mikdash. They were rebuilding the first base of Mikdash. There was a 70-year blip on the radar screen, right, in which the base of Mikdash had been destroyed. Now they came back and were, this is the continuation of the first base of Mikdash. Um, and so they're rebuilding it exactly as it was. And we're going to see even further in Puzzle Zion now, um, even more so, how they, how they, uh, how they saw it as a continuation of the first base of Mikdash. And they, uh, they gave money to, uh, to quarriers and, and metal workers. And they gave food and drink and oil to the people from Tzidon and Tsar. Those are two port cities that are on, uh, Lebanese coast, um, to bring cedar trees from Lebanon, El Yam Yaf, El Yam Yafo, right, through the sea to Yafo, Kirishion Koresh Melech Paras right, as was licensed to them by Koresh, the king of Persia. Now, Tzor and Sidon and, uh, and, uh, and cedar wood from Tzor and Sidon should be familiar to those who, uh, who, who, who know Tanakh, because those were the materials that were used by Shlomo to build the first base Amikdash. They built, they were, they were going about the same process that Shlomo had gone, had gone through, because they were trying to build the base Amikdash the same way. They were using the same plans, they, they built it on the same foundations, uh, and they were using the same materials. Now we're talking another full year later. Right, and the um, in the second year when they came to Yerushalayim in the in the second month, so starting from that time, Zubavel and Yeshua and all of the other leaders and everybody that came um, from exile from the captivity to back to Jerusalem, they set up the Levim 
those over 20 years old to to be the foreman, to uh, to, to to run, to manage the construction of the temple. Right, Yoshua and his sons, and Kadmiel and his sons, the people of Yehuda, they got together to to run the the the, the construction of the base of Mikdash. Right, and the 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 family of Chinadad and their descendants and their brothers. These um, <coughs> so these are the groups that are uh, that are the foremen for building the base of Mikdash. They built the foundations, they laid the foundations. Right? They, and they set up, they established the Kohanim, uh, decked out with their trumpets, and the Levim, the, the children of Asaf. Now that was the, the Bnei Asaf, were, you know, they were amongst the Bnei Korach, uh, they were amongst the, the singers, right? Um, uh, the, the, the family of, Ko, of uh, Levim that, uh, that were singers. With symbols to praise God, David Israel, via David the King of Israel, i.e., saying to him, and they responded with praises and with thanks, Lashem to God, Kitov that He's good, that His kindness endures forever. So again, um, paraphrasing to uh, him. Um, and the entire nation, you know, they, they let out this this uh, this great cry, this great truah, in halal, in praise of God, on the fact that the temple was uh, was um, was founded, the, the foundations of the Beis HaMikdash were laid. Um... The last two psukim uh, create an interesting impression. It's a very poignant scene. Right, many of the older leaders in Kohanim and Levim, who had seen the first Beis HaMikdash, Biasto, when it was established, right, when they saw, when, you know, Um, when when that when that Beis Hamikdash, you know, they saw with their own eyes. They had seen the first Beis Hamikdash um, with their own eyes, right? So when this Beis Hamikdash, when the second Beis Hamikdash was founded, Bochim Bikol Gadol, they began crying in a great voice. Um, and many people were. Uh, were making a lot of joyful noise, right? Raising their voices. The Ein Ha'am, and so the regular people. So that you have the some of the leaders are rejoicing, some of the leaders are crying. The Ein Ha'Makirim Kol Kol Ha'Am. Right? The people couldn't tell the difference between the um, the sounds of joy and the sounds of crying. Because the people. Um, because the people were all making a, a big noise, and the voice was the the sound was here was heard um, at a great distance, right? So this mixture of laughing and crying um, 
actually is a uh, it's 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 it shows the ambivalence of this entire episode. That on one hand it's joyful because they're rebuilding the base of Mikdash, and on the other hand it's very sad. Um, you know, it's 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 almost tragic because you had a prior base of Mikdash, and this doesn't even hold a shadow to it, right? You know, you when you try to when you try to imitate once what what once was, right? You end up only drawing attention to the fact that you're still so 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 far away. Right? So you have this, you know, you have forty thousand Jews that are there, and they just laid the foundations, and you know, there there's no security, and the, you know, you haven't rebuilt the base of Mikdash. So anybody that had seen the first base of Mikdash was crying because, you know, this is this is uh, this is a far cry. This is just a shadow. Um, you know, you you always have that. You know, when you have a period of reconstruction after a period of of destruction, that you have people that are like, this is nothing like what like what once was. Um, with regard to the aftermath of this, um, the the same episode is alluded to in Sefer Chagai, um, where the where, where Chagai actually instructs them. Uh, this is in Parak Aleph and Parak Aleph Pasuk Ches of Chagai that. Um, the fact that they were trying to rebuild the base on Mikdash just the way that Shlomo had built it was hindering them. It was it was causing them delays, right? And so he encourages them. The Navi Chagai encourages them to give it up and to just build it in a more expedient fashion. Because if you try to do it in the same way that Shlomo Melch did it, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna succeed. We'll continue with uh, Parak Talid tomorrow, uh, which will discuss the, um, the 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 opposition that. Uh, that uh, the Bnei Yehuda faced to their construction of the Beis HaMikdash.